Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. Digging back into the old NFLs today because you're probably fed up with like XFL talk. So NFL, that's where it's at. Last week, if you missed the show, we recapped the AFC win total predictions that we made and looked a little bit in advance of the early 2020 AFC win totals. Plus, we talked about the different quarterback situations. Today, we're going to be hammering down on some of the latest NFL news and recapping how we did in the NFC for the win totals from 2019. And we do have the very early version of the 2020 NFC win totals. So make some very early predictions. We won't even hold Tim to his awful predictions this early. We might if he says something just outrageous. But if you out there want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle something you enjoy about the Pat Mayo Experience. And you'll be in a draw for 100 DK bucks. If you want to get into two separate draws for 20 DraftKings dollars, easy. Smash the like button for the episode, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and tell me your favorite over-under for the NFC as of right now. Again, we won't hold you to that, but it's a random draw, so you don't even need to be right to win. Also, follow me on Instagram at the PME. Heart one of the sports photos that pop up. Leave your DraftKings handle in the message section, or the comment section, sorry. Not, don't like DM me, you're not going to win that way. Uh, and then you're in the draw for 20 DK bucks. Jeff Feinberg is here. Excited NFC. You love that. You love the old NFC. I won't bog us down. I'm looking forward to it. Just to, you can casually just observe football yeah, yeah. and have your takes. Yeah. Have your takes and eat it too. There it is. That's how we do it. I think I did horribly. Ah, uh, we actually did better in the NFC than we did in the oh, AFC. Okay. As it turns out. So we'll see. Uh, we'll recap it all. The coin is not here. The coin is currently on vacation. Paul is behind the cameras at Paul Shag. Always follow at Paul Shag. And of course, the eighth member of the team, Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. It's not my name. Heard it was. No, heard it wasn't. People are saying these days, TC. Only when they're trolling you. You think so. I don't think so. Again, you're just living your truth as it comes down to this. I'm living the truth. No, no, you, no, your truth. Your truth, Tim. You've been wrong about a lot of things, and you're wrong about this. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to put up a, uh, a wrong-o-meter, I agree. I have been wrong about a lot of things. However, you are the king of being wrong. That's sort of your thing. If people also totally forgot about this, go into the description, Jeff. They can vote in the Custy Awards. People are saying, and people actually say this, not just like people Tim conjures up in his mind because he's delusional, but like very difficult Custies to figure out. Like there People are, are saying the opposite, too. Like, this year is not as hard as other years. <laughs> who, who has said that? We saw that today in one of our threads. No, they said that they didn't, they didn't think that stuff was as cursed that last year as it was the year before. In other words, you know, it's just, it's not, it, to be fair, it's just, it's a pretty thin list. And I, I don't think there's actually that many choices. <laughs> so uh, everyone should tweet at Tim, at Tim Andercust, and... Tell Go ahead, him. yeah. Tweet at that Twitter handle all you want, because I won't see it. Why? Why won't you see it? It's your it account. not my Twitter handle. Verified as you. You're definitely going to see it. No. So just tell them, like, listen, this is a tough custody awards. There's, like, some categories that deep. have, like, they're 19 different things. Categories are deep. And there's stuff that's, like, left off. There's balance to the categories, difficult decisions. Yeah, there's a lot of, and I will agree that, that last year's custies, 
have a lot of like nine out of tens, but there isn't like an overwhelming amount of ten out of tens. But in years past, it'd be like two ten out of tens up against like a five out of ten. There's like a legit nine nine out of tens in some of these categories. You're like, oh my god, which one is it? And we need the people to help us find out. So again, Custody Awards in the description of this video or podcast. Go vote. It is your obligation out there, people. Go vote. Vote or die, as Puff Daddy would say. <laughs> remember that? Uh, there's like 25 people who remember the 2004 campaign and remember that. So you think that 25 people remember vote or die, but you're convinced every single person in the world knows about Homestar Runner? I never said that every single person knows about it. I said everyone between the ages of 29 and 37 know about Homestar Runner who grew every up. Every single in, person, in Jeff. I never heard it. Why reference. would that be limited to North America? Yeah, well, it's an American production, so I suspect that it would be North American centric. It's an internet cartoon. Why wouldn't people in Britain find out about it? It's in English. Any English speaking population of the world would have the same access to it. Yeah, but it would be more popular in the country that it comes from. Just like Monty Python is huge in Great Britain, and it's big here, but it's bigger in Great Britain than it is here. That's also because Monty Python was in t on TV in Britain at the time, and the access to this stuff wasn't necessarily the same. That'd be like saying the Pat Mayo experience is more popular in Canada than the United States, and that's not even close to true. Like, Canada's not even second on that list of where this show is the most popular. But it ranks highly in Canada. Yes, it does rank highly. This is really more of a Central and Eastern European show. I'm big in the Czech Republic, big in Lithuania, big in Denmark, because I've been to Denmark, and the Danish people know that, that I got their back on this one. <laughs> Ireland, too. Now that the golf season has come yeah, around, the Irish, they love the swear and they love the golf. Yeah. They're my people. So let's jump into the NFL here. Drew Brees is returning to the New Orleans Saints for at least one more year as he announced via the Instagrams, probably triggering Tim because he doesn't have the Instagrams. Doesn't know how that works. Probably put out his message in pano mode, as Tim would say. Although that makes no sense. Uh, he's back, which leaves Teddy Bridgewater. How much is he going to make? And where's he going to go? Because he, like, we discussed the quarterbacks last week. We didn't even really bring him up. Like, if you were the Colts, let's say, because you think that, like, Rivers is a destination for the Colts, Brady has been rumored to be the Colts. Like, wouldn't you sign Teddy Bridgewater instead? Why would you go with old dude? I mean, Bridgewater's not young. He's not, yeah, he's not 36 plus. I mean, I'm not so sure I see the difference between Rivers and Bridgewater in terms of a one or two year thing. In terms of money, I'd go with whoever's cheaper. I think they're, they're more similar than they're different. I mean, Bridgewater played well this year, <clears throat> but that offense wasn't electric. Uh, under him he did a perfectly good job and he should be a starter somewhere but i don't know like he's not an exciting player either so it's tough to say oh god no oh no okay listen i'm going to turn the video off because i can't look at this i don't need to look at this this is an affront against me this is violating copyright probably I don't know how, but I'm sure it's caught that that right there, that attempted corny Wayne's world nod at the camera with it. Like you were holding it. No, this is lame and dumb. And also I told you, you would find them. Oh, you can't find any of these in Canada's premier city. The last two of on the rack, buddy. D lie. 
It is. We, we've searched five different stores. They were all sold out, and then True. Jeff finally got the last two at a store. I couldn't even oh, get one. I couldn't even get one for Paul. We got to give him a taste. Yeah, test. yeah. yeah can, can I get a taste of that? Yeah, you can get a taste. You got a cup. Right, cool. The AFC no, show was that. good, but the, the we, Diet Coke extra yeah. is better. We needed something extra to do this NFC get show. Get this off. Oh, you can even, it even has like a chart on the back about how much extra there is. An extra fifty-nine milligrams of caffeine. What does that even mean? I don't need you to. Mm. What do you mean what that means? That it's giving you a oh, measurement God. versus what Diet Coke right. normally Listen, has. I can't. I can't. I can't. Take them off. the. Just take them off. I got to get a real DC. Hold on. I got to cancel off that garbage with real stuff. It's actually not like, bad. It's, it's the same great I, I don't. I don't. I don't. With uh, an extra kick of, you know. Like, I generally don't like vanilla. Like, vanilla anything. Really, vanilla cake and, like, icing, I suppose. But, like, in my drinks, I don't normally like. It's pretty good, though. It is yeah, not really. good. I'm with you. It's kind of, it's not overpowering. It's very it's smooth. It's kind yeah. of exactly like a DC, but a little bit better. Like it's yeah. got a little bit of extra flavor to it. It's it's fantastic. This, I, you I, know what? I, would I am not try, going to allow you to upset me with this. I would want to try really a good. different flavor. You should try like, one. I would want to try a different flavor of it. Like not necessarily vanilla. Well, there's like, like spiked cherry extra yeah. or something. Yeah. Or mango something. Lemon you know lime I'm extra. Gonna, very is, zen about this, good this stuff. Not gonna bother me. Well, how do you even know? You never had one. I don't need to try it to know I don't like it. <laughs> how do you know you don't like it? You sound I like I don't want to try it. I don't want to like it. I don't want anything to do with it. Tim, the opinions of an eight-year-old. I don't like it. I don't. <laughs> oh. oh, Tim, you're really missing out. That's you... why I'm so bad at poker. I couldn't stop giggling as like the uh, gag is unfolding but here's the thing like the gag didn't work because you thought oh i'm gonna get him all upset and riled up about it but i didn't get me all riled up the way you wanted to yes you saw it then you threatened to quit the show you literally (laughs) ran away from the show to go grab yourself another another diet coke because you said you were upset well you got you got more riled you got more riled up than anybody watching has ever been riled up about a diet coke a, a cola before i don't think that's true no, I would say that's true. <sighs> you know, some people just do things for money. That's yeah. just really sad. Yeah. Oh, it was delicious. Lame. And Tim, Thankfully, me and Pat were just... discussing, you're the one that even brings this thing in. I don't even know it exists. I, I did. Yeah, I would not have known that there was a new Diet Coke flavor except for you. You actually do promotion on their part. Paul even mentioned. Well, Paul, tell him. I I wouldn't have had any idea that this even existed if you weren't constantly quote tweeting them. Well, that's how. That's team. how. That's how I have now. And now there's like carrier pigeons, so I, it shows up in my feed all the time now because I'm connected to you. I wouldn't have known. I never know when they have a new flavor for any of this stuff. Well, I don't want to know, but it's in my feed, and I can't get rid of it. Now, we've told you to block these accounts over and over. And you always say that that's a really good idea. Then you don't do it. Then you complain that it's still in your feed. Well, no, but it's actually Diet Coke's account that's tweeted. I'm not going to block them. Why? Who cares? Because I'm not going to block them. They're like one of the best products in the world. I'm not going to block them. I don't think he has any idea really how hard these were to track down. <laughs> these and were not what a great, what, what probably an amazingly successful product launch for, for a company like Coke. Yeah, and wait till they get into like the good flavors. Yeah, Tim, I lit- I'm not lying. I went upstairs before the show to go get more. I was going to buy like as many as I could get. 
and the shelves are literally on. You know the picture that Jeff sent to you yesterday? Yeah, he thinks it's that a was guy. from up, that was from the the, uh, the shoppers near our work. Oh, you took the cases off the shelf just so there'd be an empty spot to, to stage the box. I, 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 I think you really out. overestimate the effort that Jeff puts into things. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We'll have it here for the rest of the show. Uh, take it off the table, for God's sakes. Oh, don't be triggered now. I'm not. Don't take be it off triggered. The table, don't be I'm triggered. Not. I'm not. Look at that. I even like it. It's very sleek. Yeah, I like. The, do you like these cans? I like. No, the, I, don't, I, I, I like. The, I like the tall, tall thin cans. Yeah, I, I agree. That's because you don't. Is put there them more in here? No, it seems like the it's car. the same amount. Why would I be driving around with like a can of Coke? I do it all the time. Yeah, but you're a lunatic. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Listen to you. <sighs> when we commit you, we're just gonna play this audio back to the doctors at the facility, and they won't let you out. They'll say, "What's up with that? Nothing." <laughs> that, that that's your that's their <laughs> medical opinion. I realized as I said that that it sounded crazy. <laughs> I was committed to the line, and then I couldn't get out of it. All right, <laughs> let's get back to uh, Teddy B here for a sec. If like if he's going to be a free agent, <laughs> now that Breeze is going to be back, do you think that he'll command the top dollar that people are saying like? Is are we just going to live in a world that unless you're on a rookie deal as a quarterback, you're just going to be paid thirty million bucks, and like the good ones will be paid forty million? Can you just that's how the scale is going to work. What was the Brissett two year deal from last year? I thought it was like two Two years thirty. I thought it was two for thirty. Yeah, which is a pretty good deal for a starting quarterback. And I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater is actually better than Jacoby Brissett. Like if you put Brissett behind the Saints line, I know the Colts have a really good offensive line, but you put them and you put them. Put, just switch them out. Let's say Breeze doesn't exist, and you switch Brissett onto the Saints and put Bridgewater onto the Colts. Like, is Brissett any less successful with the Saints than Bridgewater was? I don't know. Probably not. I could be wrong in this assessment. I just believe Bridgewater still brings uh, – you could believe that there's still a ceiling you haven't seen there because of his draft status, because of his injury, because of his years on the bench. Sure. That there is like a lot more there and you're kind of paying for, for the potential of the a lot more being there. If that makes any any sense for someone that does believe, I don't know. I'm he's been connected to a, like almost every place. It's like a lot of quarterbacks have. So. Like, would um, you want any like would would you want the Chargers to get Teddy Bridgewater. I don't want five years and what is that? A hundred and I don't know if he gets like a five year. I'm thinking more like the three ninety. Like, like what the cousins are we talking deal, about? which is a really good deal. I mean, cousins is kind of neither here nor there with it, but like I would rather overpay the yearly salary to cut down on the amount of years. I think that's a very savvy way of doing it. And then if they are good, then you can just extend them or franchise them or do whatever. It gets you out of a bad mistake a lot quicker than signing Flacco to like a seven-year, $200 million contract. I'll just say quickly, right now I'm on the mindset of go using the draft and using all the non-QB money to pay everyone who's worthy of being paid and then seeing where we're left. Are the Colts, let's say they stick with Brissett, are they an option to like trade up and try to get a quarterback? Because that seems like the move for them, doesn't it? Like, they have all the pieces in place. Both their lines are really good. They could upgrade at receiver, obviously. 
and probably even out of the backfield. But if they can get someone that Frank Reich can work with for a year, I mean, you're not going to find Mahomes, but if even if you do put him on the bench for a year behind Brissett, coach him up, get him to learn the playbook, if you're committed to this guy, then you don't have to go pay Teddy Bridgewater or Tom Brady I'm, or Phillip Rivers $30 bucks a year. Here's the thing. Apparently, I've been... T- there's active recruitment by the Colts for Phillip Rivers right now. It's not just a rumor. To be a coach? There's active recruitment by the Colts. Are you that sure is what it wasn't I've the heard. St. Louis Battlehawks? Are you sure it just wasn't Jim Ursay tweeting crazy things at Phillip Rivers, hoping that he might see it? Hey, Phillip, come play here. Is there a chance that Trump kicks Mike Pence off the ticket and Mike or Jim Ursay is his new VP? Because that would be a team. They could go after Mini Mike together. <laughs> Mini Mike. Mini I would. Mike. I would bet money. Brissett will not be the quarterback of the Colts starting starting quarterback of the Colts next year. Really? Yeah. It just doesn't well, seem. Like, the thing is, you are you are like ceilinged with Brissett. I think right, eight, nine, maybe ten if you're super lucky. And with the offense and the team that Indianapolis has, I think you gotta you gotta shoot for higher than that. So I I do agree with Jeff. I think Brissett is like an awesome backup or like the 31st best starter and just, I don't know. You could do better. I, Oh yeah. You can definitely do better than Jacoby Brissett. And maybe his, maybe his ceiling is just being a backup to a really good quarterback, but like is Tannehill substantially better than Jacoby Brissett? Like, no, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't think that there's a huge gap there. Yeah. Indies and win now mode with that offensive line uh, with T Y Hilton, like that team has got to win now or never. And if let's, so unless you feel like doing a complete and total rebuild, you have to overpay for somebody like Rivers or even Bridgewater and just try to push all in because you've got, you know, Tennessee went to the championship game. Houston has the best quarterback in the division and Jacksonville's defense is still really stout. So it is Jacksonville's become, defense still really stout because it wasn't last year. They had a ton of injuries, man. That's just excuses, just like the Jets are really good, but they're always hurt. I didn't. You know what? I'm not even going to talk about them today. I'm. Oh, no, they're they're on the list here. <coughs> they're on the they're list sh- of news. They're making news. They're newsmakers. The New York Jets. They they are not newsmakers. They are. It's it's on my list of news. But anyway, like what? I just don't get. If you sign Philip Rivers, like what does that? Or even Brady, like what does that do to your ceiling? Great. Like, nothing. Mm. That does absolutely nothing for you. You're not any like it. What did we say their win total was for this year? Well, no, those are two separate questions. If they were to sign Brady, the the Colts could win the Super Bowl. Sure they could. I don't think that they could with Rivers, or at least shouldn't say couldn't, because of course they could. But I would say their their chances go from 0% to 6% with Rivers, or go from 0% to like 15% with Brady. I I think actually it's a a substantive difference, which is, but again, I don't think Brady's going to go there. But yeah, that would actually make a big difference. Pretty much anywhere Brady goes, they can win the Super Bowl. There isn't a team he could go to where they couldn't win. The Jets. If he went to the Jets, they would not win despite severely upgrading at the quarterback position. I just don't know if it, I just don't know what the ceiling for those two guys is like, wouldn't you be better off trading up to get, I don't know if Herbert's going to be good or bad, but it looks like he's going to be the number three quarterback off the board, trade up, get him and just start him. Maybe he's really good. That's what I'm thinking. And also there was a report over the weekend that the dolphins now really like Herbert, but they have Fitzmagic. Well, yeah, but if they're smart, you just go ahead and draft Herbert and then do what you did with Mahomes. Give him a year off. The yeah, best thing yeah. Could have ever done. Wouldn't you just rather have Tua though? Maybe, but maybe you don't. Maybe you've seen enough that you think Herbert's as Tua. good. 
and you uh, you don't want to deal with any injury risk, so you take Herbert, you throw him on your bench for a year to learn, and you give Fitzpatrick the job. And what's and the worst? See, not like Dolphins are losing anything. So what's the what's the worst you could do? Tua put out like a social media video. His hip is like good now. Good reports on the hip. It's just like very well produced. I just, just made me Doctor Hibbert coming in. Pardon? It's just Doctor Hibbert with the fake hip. You're gonna have to go easy on it. No, I'm just I'm in. I would I would love to see the team if I cheered for a team that they made a move to acquire him. Uh, well, here, well. well, here are two things or two players that could end up on new teams and probably guys you would want to go target. Mike Clay, Hollywood Mike Clay, friend of the show. Mike Clay once visited us up here in Toronto and got so freaked by Mr. Cody Safdick throwing a tequila bottle out of our window that he had to go home after that. It was just, it was a bit too wild for Mike Clay <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. We were, we were just up all night partying. But he puts out that the Eagles should trade for Darius Slay. That makes a lot of sense. And then there's like a Schefter report that the Eagles are trying to trade for Darius Slay. So I don't know which one came first, but wow. th that's nice to see. And Chris Harris. Looks like the Broncos are going to let him test free agency. Like, they're not going to re-sign him, or at least not go out of their way immediately to re-sign him. So both those guys are out there. Like, these are positions of need. These are important positions. Like, if you're close, these are the guys that you need to go get. Yeah, I guess the Eagle rumor is there because of Jim Schwartz. I guess so. Is he the defensive coordinator, I, former, might have been his former head coach when he was breaking into the or league? Or Mike Clay was like, hey, you guys, your corners are all terrible. Yeah. Why don't you get Darius Slay? Um, Sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. And also, based on the Harris report, outside of uh, Buddy re-signing in Arizona, the offensive lineman this week, uh, Hump, Hump Daddy. Hump Daddy. It seems like teams are very like they're almost waiting. Like, go to free agency. Like, we want to keep you, but like, go. Like, I dare someone to like offer you big money. I'm just and like come back to us and we'll negotiate. Because I'm not seeing a lot of contracts uh, getting signed right now, unless we're going to see a flurry of. Of news following the Hump Daddy one, which might have set. Listen, you cheer for a team that needs offensive linemen. That Hump Daddy contract was scary because well, that might have set a market that. Ugh, well, that sets God. that does set a market. I believe it was three years, forty five million bucks, which is a ugh. lot for a guy who's like marginal. Yeah. Ugh. However, what's Conklin going to get? A ton, but they're in a situation now where they have to make that move because they can't afford having him to walk. Cause there's like no uh, like decent off. It's either like the best offensive lineman or like the nut low yeah. offensive lineman. So you can't be stuck with Kyler in year two and no left tackle. Yeah. Like it's a spot where they had to overpay. Like it sucks, but that's where they're at. And they probably didn't want to go spend a hundred million on someone. So this is just what they're going to patch together. Maybe you can coach him up. And I think that Kyler actually, We've seen, you know, obviously a great offensive line is going to help, but a great offensive line is definitely more important if you have some sort of statue at quarterback over having someone who's a little bit mobile. Just look at the Seahawks for like basically the past 10 years. Since yeah, their, I still since, for because he could have an MVP type season and they're still going to finish fourth in their division and pretty much have no hope not to finish fourth. I feel bad for them. Well, we'll look at their win totals when we get there for the NFC. But like Russell Wilson, since Hutchinson basically retired, has was Hutchinson even there when Wilson was there, or did like he go yeah, out and Wilson I, ended up coming true. in? Either way, like he's been gone for like six years, oh, seven years gone. now. Yeah, Jones and Hutchinson, they've been gone a long time. Yeah. They're like in the Hall of Fame already. They are in the Hall of Fame already. <laughs> yeah, but like since those guys retired, like they've had bad offensive lines, and Wilson's mobility has been able to allow them to overcome yeah. that. Like it's not you. Like you'd be better off pumping all your money into the defensive line at that point if you're trying to win the trenches. If you had a quarterback who can elude a little bit of pressure, now you do need some time. But 
I don't know if you can just get five average guys or maybe four average guys and like a good guy, then all of a sudden you're in a bit better shape. Where do you think these guys go? Because I'm trying to rack my brain to think about corners that have signed in other places as free agents. And outside of the Patriots signing Revis and the Patriots signing Gilmore, I can't think of one that's worked for big money. Big money. Like, remember when Asamoah went to yeah, the horrible. Eagles? Philadelphia, yeah. Like that, he was fine, but like they paid him like he was the best corner in football still, and he wasn't. It's true. Or when the Saints gave all that money to the Birdman, Coco Beware, from the Bills, and like he's like, okay, he's a safety, but I, just, I don't find that those contracts necessarily work out. Like, do you would, would you want to go invest, I guess, a trade? Well, Gilmore. Yeah, you know, the Patriots I, paid Gilmore a ton. So when, when I said the two guys that worked out, you just brought one of them up. I didn't hear you say Gilmore. I'm sorry. So unless you're the Patriots, this doesn't work out. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure there's somebody I can't I, that I can't think of that did work, but uh, no, the big money corners you usually get better luck, like getting guys in on the back end of the first on round. the back end or like sort of guys that have been let go because uh, they're I mean, veterans it's not or. A thing but i mean denver traded for champ bailey and he was a hall of fame cornerback yeah and it'd be like if you traded for slay right now he's still under contract and you just kind of get him but you're not giving him five years 80 million i don't know what chris harris will demand on the free market but i would wager it's a lot like sherman's sure. super cheap like relative you know on the you know yeah well sherman basically yeah. signed a, i'm gonna show you i'm still good deal now he's gonna yeah. get a bunch of money but Oh. I would think, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the Chargers got Casey Hayward real cheap from the Packers. Yeah, for basically that, nothing. nothing. Right. They, like, just cut. And that was a gift, and they extended him to a big long-term deal, and he's soon going to need another one. Uh, and we'll see. But, yeah, you're right. The big money corners. I can tell you that Tremaine Johnson didn't work out. Yeah, he's good. Johnny Tremaine. And uh, what's his name that the Eagles signed from Seattle? That did not work. Uh, Hawking? Uh, from that secondary, Vincent Taylor, Bobby Taylor, Vincent, which one? Can't remember who it was. I, I thought he was going to be really good. Turned out that that wasn't the case. Well, that's probably why he wasn't really good, since you thought he was going to be. All right. Jordan Reed, still in concussion protocol. Come on. Yeah. It, he may not get signed. Who would sign him? Who he could has, sign him? Like, he has to retire at this point, he has right? No just for his, just for no his, value. just, it's not even that he has no value, but like for his own personal safety. You just can't have to. this many head injuries. I drafted no, him. He, he should have retired two years ago. <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of nuts that this is still. Oh, here's the Jets one. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, two parts of news with Le'Veon Bell. Um, not expected to be traded this offseason, probably because there was no market for him. And B, he has yeah. a substantial weight gain, Tim. It's his birthday. Well, is that going to make him be any less effective than he was last year? Like maybe the weight gain helps. Who the hell knows? He certainly is not. Put that down. Put that down. You know what? Fine. Do whatever the hell you want. It's not going to bother me anymore. I'm not going to even react to it. Your little gambit has failed. It's not going to get a reaction out of me. So you're not pumped for Bell? Big fat Bell? I, I'm indifferent. Bell is the least of my concerns. What is the most of your concerns? Getting offensive line help and an extra wide receiver for Sam. If we can get two decent offensive linemen... And one good wide receiver. Brandon I, I losing think a receiver? Yeah, Robbie Anderson's yep. gone. Understood. But you know what? We can replace Robbie in the draft. No, he, was he was top 10 yeah. last year. Not, not good anymore. Not good I, anymore. No, no. 
I like him, but if he's going to go his own way, whatever. I there's not, nothing I can do about that. But we bring in a one or two, you know, pass catchers plus bringing back at the tight end position this year a player that we didn't have all last season is sort of like signing a free agent in one sense. And then we get a couple offensive line help, and we should probably win the division. All right, there probably win the division because Chris Herndon's we, coming back. We need to get Herndon's an excellent player. We need a top, you know, top line receiver, and a lot of mocks, and even P. Shag has to agree. A lot of mocks are now starting to agree that Judy's coming to the Jets. We add that together with, you know, one or two decent offensive linemen. Jets have lots of cap. Like that's what I'm concerned about: offensive linemen and wide receivers. You know, he's not those... going to get to number eleven. I think he is going to get to a number eleven because everybody is going to be grabbing quarterbacks at at outrageous rates, and there are other offensive linemen to be taken. Next thing you know, boom, number eleven. There he is, Julio Jones, not in the top ten. And yet again, the eleven pick turns out the best pick in the draft. Uh, Paul. So reference for anybody who's not following along is so we talked on this show like just before the national championship, I believe that. Jerry Judy wasn't dropping to 11th. Since then, Tua releases all of his information. Uh, Philip Rivers drops off, so obviously the Chargers are picking a quarterback. PFF puts out a, uh, a mock, and finally he is at 11. But Tim basically waited on like two months to pass by to actually be able to find one at number 11. But it looks like, it looks like he's slipping down the draft boards, so you may get him or C.D. Lamb, so that's good for you. And I like Lamb, too. Maybe he would be a fine secondary prize. I want Judy, but I'll be fine with Lamb. We need the offensive weapon. And, uh, you know. and have we, you been I, scouting? I, I have been. I've been watching tape. And we need offensive linemen. So, like, Conklin Tristan would be Tristan Wars is to... another guy uh, linked to you guys in a lot of mocks right now. Yes. Now, the Jets have tons of money, so Jack Conklin would make a ton of sense there. Uh, you know. So, the I'm watching these things pretty closely. I'm on the boards a lot, trying to figure out what maybe some insiders are giving information about. And so, okay, when you say what the insiders are giving out, do you think the insiders are on Reddit message boards? You would be surprised. Well, I would be. You're correct. <laughs> that they're dropping bread because they know the true blue fans are there. They're they're desperate for information, and they're, they're, you get breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that too. The, like, the, the people, the real insiders, they go to the Reddit boards and listen to what Tim has to say, and that's what they report. Anonymously, instead of taking any sort of credit. Tim would never do that. Needs Although, that credit. Do you have the other story there? I have Antonio Brown is going to the Combine. No. What about the Stafford rumors? What, that he's so cursed that he might be dead? There's some talks of... I, I, those are fake news. Those are absolute fake news. There's a funny, not so much to the rumors, because I agree that they are fake, Pat, but there are some funny side stories to it that the sleuthing seems to think the source of the rumor is his wife. Who's his wife? Does he have like a Christian no. Cavallari-esque wife? No. Okay. But that the source for the story is the wife. That he's going to be traded. Or that they have looked into trading him. I would trade for Matt Stafford. I would too. Like if you, yeah, could, yeah it's a good situation. I no tell you right now, Jeff. The I'm not talking about it today. I'm but changing my opinions. I don't care. To just be ready. No, for I do care. I but backtrack. Yeah, I would actually. Like that Matt would be Stafford. Matt Stafford is Philip Rivers 2.0. He really is. Isn't he apparently though? Unfortunately. Well, 
there's like a poison pill in the contract that sort of makes him untradeable this year. Okay. Also. I mean, if he really wanted out, I'm sure that he could negotiate to take that out if he wanted to. Yeah, it'd be like dead money to the Lions, though, of like some 30 30 million, which would make things difficult uh, this year. But I don't know. Or why wouldn't you? I mean, there's some, they could, then they become the prime candidate to draft Tua as well. They would, yeah. That's sort of where the dot connects to. But it's weird that the people that have slewed the story seem to think the source, the person that gave the news outlet the the piece of cheese is, is Stafford's wife. I, like I hope this. not, because when we talk about Lions win totals, I'm very bullish on them this season. Yeah, just like you were last year. Well, they got hurt. before. If Stafford hadn't gotten hurt, they would have been a playoff team. No well, one disputes this. No, no one disputes that. That no, if Stafford hadn't got hurt, that backs. they were going to be a playoff team. A team that finished with three wins, for one thing. Two, and two other teams in their division finished with over ten wins, and another one finished with eight wins. But they were definitely going to make the playoffs if Matt Stafford didn't get hurt. If we look at the timeline, Jeff, of Detroit's success and failures last season, Detroit started to play, like, close games. They were doing, like, okay. And then Tim said that Matt Stafford was going to be MVP next year, and then he broke his back. Still can't even walk. And I don't know if they allow him to play from a wheelchair. I'm not sure about that. Paul. Caesars Sportsbook has Detroit and Miami as co-favorites to land Tua in the draft. Chargers are number three at plus 250. The co-favorites are both minus 110. So Detroit is going to move. Washington at? Washington not even registered. Here's the thing. They may just take him at two. Here's they the, may just stay with. I think they're happy with, with uh, Haskins, Haskins right or, now, or, or, Alex, or Alex Smith could come back. Yeah, I think yeah. I would probably ride them. They could also keep Stafford if, like, the Tua injury, draft Tua, keep Stafford, and then mm-hmm. revisit it all in a year when the thirty million dead money and Stafford is that much more tradable well it, it works one of two ways i guess you'd have to see what the market is for stafford you bank on him having a good year but if people know that you're moving on from stafford like what are they going to give you for him alex smith you could get two teams in a- from washington and they no. knew they were moving on from alex smith everyone I- knew kansas city was moving and still got yeah. a pretty decent haul for him but you can't you can't trade with washington anymore i would i would only raise my hand to answer that question and respond you would almost hope in bank that in today's nfl you get two, two and a half, three teams in a bidding war, and that's where the market comes from, despite everyone knowing you're trading him. The demand for him would hopefully create the, a market. Maybe. You could be right. How old is Stafford? He'll be 30, 31? To me, that's like just the start of the quarterback, like a golfer. Their best years. I'm telling you, these guys are their prime. They're real good. Now, it's kind of changing because now they're super athletes, athletic guys, so you worry about their like foot speed. But... The, the, the arm strength, the quarterbacking, the 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 mental part of the game, like they all say, they all say all these Hall of Fame quarterbacks, so they're all the same type of guy. Um, but they all say between like 30 and like 35 is sure, their prime. But they, if you actually want to win the Super Bowl, just go and reverse engineer the teams that have won. Patrick Mahomes, rookie contract. Tom Brady, a discount contract. Yeah. That is, you don't have to pay thirty to thirty-five million for. And maybe this is all changing, and then you go Russell. back like Russell Wilson on the rookie deal. I think the last one to win the Super Bowl on like somewhat of a big deal was Manning with Denver. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And now it's like the Andy Reid formula. Everyone wants to sort of draft the guy and let him watch a year like Mahomes. So like it used to be. Like it used to be. You can blame Matt 
Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco for, but I mean, you, I'm trying to think where that started. Cause yeah, like, I think it was those two. They, Eli, they both, they Eli both started year one. Phillip and Ben all came in behind Warner. Like no, Roethlisberger started right away. And no, Maddox, no, 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 Tommy no, no. Maddox, Maddox for sure would have been there, Tim. Yeah, Maddox got hurt, and then Ben started like week three. Not right away. So then well, who was the next guys? Who was the next big? The, the next year was Ryan and Flacco, and they both started week So then, one. yeah, that, no, they weren't the next year. Yeah. No, they weren't. Oh, no, it was Palmer, and he sat behind Kitna in Cincinnati. Yeah, he sat for a year, but those and were, then he was I, great. I just remember, Flacco and Ryan were the first two to just be the starters. I would almost say Russell Wilson like put uh, it Reggie, on fast I forward. That, I think VY started right away. Memory serves. Vince he Young. might have won Rookie of the Year. Uh, he went through yeah. overall. I think he started right away. He did. Was that before or after those guys? Oh six. Yeah. So before, before Ryan. Yeah, before Ryan. When did Ryan come out? I thought, for whatever reason, in my mind, like I got all the years. Two thousand eight, I believe. Yeah, eight, nine, ten. Like then it would have been like Bradford, and then sort of like the Ryan. And who else did you just mention before? Vince Young. Yeah. Vince Young, Jamarcus Russell, those guys. What would have been there? I don't know if Vince Young did start from. Ryan might have been like 2010, man. That was the Dolphins at first overall. They took the offensive linemen. That was 08, the year after they went 0 and, or 1 and 15. And they didn't take Ryan. They didn't third re- overall. They didn't resign Cleo Lemon or Mexican American superstar Greg Camarillo. Yeah, in 08. Yeah, that's the year Long went first and Ryan went third. And quarterback, yeah, Flacco went 18th. Maybe this was first. refreshing. It was good, right? Yeah, listen, I polished it, Tim. Polished. All right, and do you think that Antonio Brown going to the combine is anything? Because, like, I think a team is going, if he's not on the exempt list, I don't see why no. a team wouldn't sign him. Yes, you do know exactly why a team would It seems like... I don't know. There, I said last time there's rumors that he's a package deal with Brady, which would be weird. Maybe if it's to the Raiders, but I don't know. Well, then that would mean Brady cannot be a Patriot. And so I don't buy that. I don't know. He's trying to go on this apology tour, but he burned a lot of. He apologized to Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I would not sign him. A receiver who's on the other side of 30 who, you know what? Is not worth the, the headache. I really don't think. How excited would you be if the Jets signed Antonio Brown? I would not be. You'd be so excited. No, I wouldn't be. You can write this down. I, I, I would not be that excited. You would be, oh my God. We replace Robbie Anderson with Antonio Brown, a Hall of Fame receiver. He's probably going to catch 4,000 yards. No, I'm scared I'm, of Ghost Sam. No, I would not be excited for Antonio Brown. That's not where I, where I want things. Do you think that we can start calling Sam Darnold instead of like diabetes, Sam or safe space, Sam, just call him. Are you afraid of the dark? Call him the midnight society. Now that is a, an aged reference that again, not, not, does, o- not only is that an aged reference, it's Canadian specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why TV reference. They should read. No, there's a show they should reboot. You talk about, you know, this day and age where they want to reboot every television show that was ever on. Are You Afraid of the Dark would be a fantastic reboot. Starring Sam Darnold. He'd just be, he would be the one who's afraid of the dark. <laughs> he wouldn't have that guy who's now like a weatherman on Global. Yeah. He is a weatherman on Global. I know. I turned on the TV man. and I see, I was like, that's you where that's- he's from. That's right. Weren't you in a show when I was a kid, like 30 years ago? I knew I knew him from somewhere, and I couldn't put my, my finger... I had a camp counselor who was in, like, the main cast of uh, Student Bodies. Oh, really? Yeah. 
They're another no, they're Canadian no. television reference for this after school chummy crowd. Does, does he also hang out with the big friendly giant? No, I don't really know what that meant. Here's one more, one more news item. TV show from the like, CBC era. That's like Mr. Dress Up and people like that. Yeah, that's fantastic. See, we got down a rabbit hole because Tim just couldn't let something slide. He, we had to really deep dive on it, alienating most of the audience. I guess this is our uh, our way to get more attraction in Canada by talking about Canadian specific things. CanCon, as it would be called. Yeah, we're, I, we're, I can do it all day long. We're we're really begging for that like. CRTC CMF handout from the from the gummy mint. Hey, they did the Canadian like screen awards this week. Was I nominated? No. Oh, that's a bummer. I guess not being on TV anymore really hurts that chance of the screen awards. Anyway, Jags may not pick up the fifth year option on Leonard Fournette. Sure. I can that see seems that. silly. I why would you want to have Leonard Fournette back? But why wouldn't you the op, it's not expensive. It's the same reason it, like the Chargers wanted to pick up Melvin Gordon's. Like it, it was a fair number. It's a fair number, but like he's not threatening to hold out. I, I, maybe he is. I don't I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I, I would think that the fifth year, because he was a first round pick, so the fifth year of that is still gonna be like probably amongst like the top ten paid running backs. Like Yeah, but what's their cap spit? Like that only matters if you have a limited amount of cap. If you have a big cap, then it who cares what you sign them for. The, ja- the Jags, I believe, are over the cap right now. That's what I mean. Like I I don't I'm preaching ignorance i don't know their cap situation so that now would you think that like with is any interest in making a long-term deal happen there no. or just no. buy hit just the pile buy, yeah. Yeah. He hasn't earned i want i want the most competitive pile in the history of the world and i i want that melvin to just be in a pile with with fournette and eckler <laughs> Different, but he's going to be available. Won't be restrict. He'll be restricted. Yeah, sure. Let's pay Eckler a whole bunch of money. See how that works out. No, he'll be the charger. They'll get something there. He doesn't have much leverage though. That's the problem. So they can get him on something front. Neither did Melvin. Yeah, he's not a moron. Melvin couldn't. Melvin couldn't guess the time right. Like, no. Derek Henry is also a free agent. Tons sort of guys. Of. Isn't, Isn't the rumor David Johnson's going to be cut? Yeah, I, then they came out. Devonta like, Freeman? David Johnson. What's that? Who would sign David Johnson for anything I, other than the league minimum? I, Devontae I Freeman? Devontae Freeman, uh, Raheem Mostert. So, let's go. Uh, Kenyon Drake. You got no value. Any, no, sorry. None of you got leverage. Whatever. A couple of the guys might just be out of the league. That's how it works. I wouldn't pay like yeah, if, fourth round pick. If it's going to cost me, I'd rather. if it's going to cost me like, if, cause they are pressed up against the cap. Like if it's going to cost me a bunch of cap to pay him as like the eighth highest paid running back in football, like he's not bad, but, but he's not worth that. No, I'll sign rock me Amadeus for a third of that. Well, no, he's going to get paid now too, but just sign whoever or draft whoever and save yourself 8 million and get 75% of the talent. And maybe you can make it up. Oh, just, yeah, I just, agree. Just seems really strange. All right, let's talk about the NFC. Got the win totals here. How we did. Start at the NFC West. The Arizona Cardinals were five and a half. We all went under. And thanks to their tie against the Lions, they actually hit that under with five wins. There it is. So that was really nice. Ties, great in the uh, the under department. The Los Angeles Rams were ten and a half wins. Me, you, and the coin, Jeff, all predicted this correctly with the under. Tim went over. Ten and a half wins. The Seahawks, only the coin and I 
enjoyed the Seahawks over. We both hit. You two were both under. I was under on the Niners. You, Tim, and the coin were all over. Jeffrey picked the 49ers to win the division. I picked Seattle to win the division. And, of course, the very disappointing Rams were picked by Tim to win the division. Look at that. High on the 49ers. High on the 49ers from you. Do you work now. Having second overall pick. Although it was like a fake one because like yeah, Jimmy they're, got they're, hurt. It was like a great situational you know, thing. Yeah, when you have a star quarterback and he misses any significant period of time in a season. It can destroy an entire season. It's like I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I don't really follow the NBA. But this Zion Williamson injury is the greatest thing ever that happened to the New Orleans team, Pat. Because now they're going to pick. High. Well, they might they're going to get another top pick, and they'll no, have they're, him. they're not going to get another top pick. They're like in the race for the eight seed now. I see. I wouldn't even. I just assume they're trash. And to me, Golden State. I want you to be Golden as, State is the better example. You'd be this. as bad as possible, and it's almost like uh, like everyone says, like the year David Robinson fucked up his leg, yeah, and they got Duncan. They got Duncan, and then they won the championship the next year. Oh, the best. Yeah, it's not a bad scenario to go into. Like, if your team's going to be bad because you lost a star, just be as bad as possible. The only difference, there's only one team, like the Patriots lost Brady. They competed for, for a wild card yeah, spot a, up until week 17. Well, they had 11 wins and missed yeah. the playoffs. I believe they're the only team ever to do that. And the only difference, but... Uh, oh, poor babies. I feel so bad for them. Oh, that was impressive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Take, right. can, and, they, and they didn't make the playoffs. So you were right that year that they didn't make the playoffs, Tim. No, that's the year we would have won the Super Bowl if Favre hadn't got hurt in that Seattle game. We were, the, we were the betting favorite in the AFC before that game to win yeah. the AFC. Yeah, but you have to understand, like the Cowboys, markets on the New York Jets are always overinflated because like people who like the Jets like have mental disorders, and they'll just bet whatever. So you just make them like a minus 1,000. Oh, Jets can't lose, according we were, to Tim. You we were so good that year. How did they finish again? Great? Greatly? No, eight, eight and eight because of the injury. Oh, yeah, they were, they were great. The Super Bowl contenders. They were the betting favorite after week 11. We had gone into New England on a Thursday night and beat them in Foxborough. And at that point, we were the betting favorite to win the division, betting favorite to win the AFC. You know, Sports Illustrated had a cover where it had Jets, Giants, and it was like, are we going to have a Big Apple Super Bowl? And then just everything went terribly wrong. Yeah, because they weren't good. Either way, the Rams... Their new win total is eight and a half. Do you think they go over or under? under. I think they go oh, under, too. I, under. Are, I think Arizona finishes higher than the Rams next year. The no. day of reckoning is coming for the Los Angeles Rams. It hasn't come yet. They're still loaded to bear, and they have a great coach. And I think that they played as badly as a team could play last year with that amount of talent and won eight games. They're going to win 10 games walking in their sleep, probably 11, even 12. I think the Rams are a borderline Super Bowl team. I love them. This Would year. you give me three to one the Chargers win more games than the Rams next year? Not till I know who their quarterback is. Sorry. What is their best case it, scenario? It it's still Brady, not good. If it were Brady, I think it would be pretty darn close. It won't. Okay, if it's Brady, we'll renege the bet. The bet is off. No, I, I would like to wait. And to, you know what? We need content for other shows. This is good, this is good SEO value. We're going to wait until they're going to wait until the Chargers have a quarterback or they name Tyrod the start. We're going to wait. That would make so, three to one might be a great. Yeah, Tyrod's like, a starter. I not, might not offer. Uh, I might ask Chargers, for five to this, one. This Rams team is loaded. It's not, I though. Agree. It has it has, na- it has name players. Yeah. The golf extension kicks in, so they can't even like resign everybody. And, and if one or two people get hurt, they're absolutely fucked. That's true of almost every team. It's though. not, though, because their depth is especially bad. 
Sure, but you know what? I still think with that skill, they have the best non-quarterback in football. They have a great coach. I think Goff is fine. I still think that core of receivers is really talented. Their, their tight end started to come on towards the end of last year. I, I Moving into that new stadium will do wonders for them. Getting out of the Coliseum, which was too big and too old, it was not a great facility to play. And playing in, the, you know, playing in, in their own private stadium that they own will be great for them. And uh, I'm looking forward to the Rams' chances this season. I, I, I'm very, very bullish on them. And I'm very bearish on the Cardinals and the Seahawks, for example. Wait, why why are you so down on the Cardinals? Like, this seems like a prime example for Kyler eh. to take the leap and the Cardinals to be really good. Because uh, there's nowhere for them to leap to in this. If they were in the NFC Central, sure, you can make that case. The but NFC they're not, Central? right? They're in the, the, the NFC West. Central. There's North, too much talent. What's that? There's, there's just too much talent in the there's West. Too, yeah, you're right. If the Cardinals played in a division that doesn't exist, they would probably be pretty good. You're, you're no, correct. So, they're like sorry. they'd be like Notre, they'd be like Notre Dame. <laughs> sorry, if they played in the North or the South or the uh, the East, sure they could do that, but not in this division where you still have the Niners who just came off going to the Super Bowl and are still top to bottom chalk a block. You, you know the, the Seahawks still have Russell Wilson and they're going to improve. Uh, with, you know, you would think they're going to sign some some important players, and again, and then the Rams are just loaded too. I'm sorry, there just isn't space. It's unfortunate that the Cardinals are once again in the group of death, but there's nothing that can be done about it. Sorry. I think that all three of the teams from last year are going to be worse. Like, if no one thought that the Rams could be bad last year, but like losing the Super Bowl takes it out of you, and you just might see a malaise from the Niners. Not to say that they'll be like bad malaise forever, but if they're like nine and seven, that's not going to be super shocking either. Like it's, I, I'd be pretty it, surprised. It's hard to re- if well, you seem to be surprised by everything that didn't just happen. So that's a problem. Like having a great defense, an elite defense, year after year, has proven to be somewhat unsustainable. Like yeah, offense is offense is far more predictable year after year after year. So if they go from being like the number one or two defense to like the number eight or nine defense, like they're not going to win thirteen games. They might win ten. If, if that's their the case, offense stays the same and doesn't improve, there's reason to believe their offense will probably improve, not unimprove. I don't know really what the upside of that offense is. The offense was pretty good anyway, but like they're not an elite offense by any means. No, they're not elite, but you don't need to be elite. You just need to be good. And they were good already. Like they're a good offense. Like I don't, Jeff, how did how did the Niners' offense get substantially better? Well, having Jarek back, that maybe upgrade quarterback. Yeah, he's saying get Jarek McKinnon back because <laughs> because it was their rushing game that was the big problem. I, I agree with everything you said. I if anything, I would be pretty bullish on on Arizona. Yeah, I think I, that's like an. It all depends on Kyler. Like, do you believe in Kyler? Do you not believe in Kyler? If you do believe in Kyler Murray, then they're gonna hit this win total. Sure They're probably high. not. It's six and a half. Yeah, it's probably too high. I would take the over. Seattle's coming in at nine. You haven't yeah. lost a whole lot of money betting overs on the Seahawks over like the past decade. No, but as someone that hasn't believed in them preseason in the last two years, I feel like I have to stay on that like black side of the roulette wheel and just will say black again under. I mean, they were one I, inch for being the two seed this year. Yeah, and they don't seem good. They're they're. Very they Packer, don't seem... They're very Packersy in that way. Yeah. Like you're watching, you're like, they're terrible. Yeah. They Roster sucks. <laughs> yeah, they're very opportunistic. They got the best player in football. But it helps that the Rams best. just had a down year for them. All right. So the well, do you want to do the NFC Central or the NFC Central? Whatever. You know what I meant. The, I, meant... I, I didn't. I have no idea what you were talking about. The Sorry. Bears. I meant Tim, the North. Yeah. Tim's Super Bowl pick from last year. Last year in this division, I had the Vikings winning. 
Jeff, you had the Packers winning, and Tim had the Bears winning. Um, I believe I predicted this entire tire division correct in terms of over-unders. The Chicago Bears, I had under, so did the coin. That was correct. You guys were on the over. The Packers, I had over. Jeff, you had over, and the coin had over. Tim had under. Over was correct. The Vikings, you and I, Tim, or Jeff, had over nine and a half. We were right. Tim and the coin were wrong. The Lions, you and I had under six and a half wins. Tim and the coin had over. We were correct. That'd pretty be- good. Four for four. Yeah, pretty good. I got both, both division winners so far. I actually, yeah, I'm impressed with my early season NFC you, thoughts. You went three for four in division winners. Yeah. What do we do with the Packers? Because every time I believed in the Packers this year and put money on them, they lost by a lot. And every time that I thought that they what? weren't good and bet like against them, what's they, the number? Nine and a half under. As someone that picked them to win the division last year, under. I uh, think they were probably... such a. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I didn't buy it. I don't know what what was. I somehow bought it the day we recorded the show, but and I was proved right. And all season, I lost money being wrong on the Packers. Trust me, as I pick on them again here, but under. Probably over. I don't know. I think the Vikings are not that good. The I think Bears everyone you always think the Vikings aren't that good. The Vikings are good. The Vikings eh. are a very like above average team, and that accounts for a lot of wins. I, I guess. Sure. They didn't make the playoffs two years ago when everyone thought they were going to make the Super Bowl. And last year, everybody's darling in the divisional round, and they got their they got dis- the, taken apart uh, by San Francisco. I, I guess they're great, though. Sure. Okay. I, I don't recall anyone saying that they were great. I just described them as an above-average team, which they are. I don't know. I, I don't have much. I think their, their window is opened and closed. I, I don't like them this year very much. You could be right. I will get. No one's saying they're winning the Super Bowl. (laughs) Football is hard and fast, and sometimes the drop-offs, just like the teams come out of nowhere, the drop-offs can be drastic. But there's just not much turnover on that team. I know, but if a lot of guys, if you're if you're just of the opinion, a lot of guys, um, Tim is going to sit here and tell us how great the Lions are and how bad the Vikings are. Like that is nonsensical. I agree. There's also rumors there could be a Diggs trade in the works, potentially. That would be problematic for the. Now they're somebody I would like to have. But he's uh, he's shitty on the Vikings, but he's great on the Jets. No, I, I he wasn't bad on the Vikings. I needed him all year in fantasy. So Lions six and a half over or under Tim. I'd be inclined to take the over. Why? I think Stafford's going to have a fantastic season. They have the second or sorry the third overall pick. I think they're going to choose a player of consequence. And, There's no way you know, they, they remain in that pick if they're not taking a quarterback. Nah, not necessarily true. If Washington trades away the two pick, then they can go ahead and take uh, the the defensive end. Obviously, I make that comment assuming Washington takes this defensive end that, by all accounts, Young? people say Chase is, Young? people say yeah, would they, be first well, overall. Like in if teams didn't need a quarterback, if it wasn't a quarter- maybe the Lions <clears> trade <throat> up to that spot. Maybe they get give Slay the third pick to Washington, move up a spot. Although getting rid of Slay would be terrible for their defense, <laughs> which isn't very good to begin with. And you have broken back Matt Stafford. What's the number? Six and a half. Same as it was well, last year. Under. I would go under too. Like it's, I just, yes. Under. Like you talk about like the Cardinals will have a tough time rising in their division. Like with the Bears, the Packers, and the Vikings, like the Lions are clearly the fourth team out of those teams. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, but I also think the Bears are very soft, and I think the Vikings are pretty soft. 
Nice time to rebound with the Bears, by the way. Whereas the Rams and the Niners have made the Super Bowl the last two seasons, and the Seahawks have made the playoffs the last two seasons. Uh, you, that cannot be said of you know, the NFC. None of those teams made the Super Bowl. One of those teams made an NFC championship game. It, it, I, I really don't think they're that comparable. Yeah, but the Lions are bad. That's the big thing. Uh, the Lions tied your beloved Cardinals to start the season, and then their quarterback was having his best career year ever, and he got injured. Did like he that just reference Kyler a, a, a week one, a week like one game with the, the Cardinals quarterback in his first ever NFL game? That well, not uh, only that not only holds zero reference point to me. Like if we were talking about December games right now, like if it was December, what? <laughs> You people love the Cardinals, apparently. They're the greatest team ever, despite having it is, very but little in the receiving game. Based on one win, one game, win-loss, it could have won by 50, lost by 50, well, tied. That so goes into nothing in my I'll, assessment I'll, that the Cardinals and the coach getting more pieces he likes and the quarterback developing like other quarterbacks. Yeah, what, what Matt Stafford needs to develop again is a spine. That's tough. I'll, I'll, I'll lay down a marker right now. There's no chance the Cardinals finish with more wins than the Lions next season. No chance? That's what they got? How much would you like to wager on that? I, I, I don't know. We'll talk about it offline. Well, what, what sort of odds are you going to give me since I'm betting on oh, something? Oh, no odds. I'm not going to oh, give so, odds. So I have to bet on something that has zero chance of winning, according to you? You're the one who wanted to bet. I, I'm saying you say that that has no chance. So give me three to one. You're getting no odds. Why am I getting no odds? I thought there was because no chance. Because I, you are not getting odds. You're the one who wants to make a bet, not me. Well, you said it had. Why, why wouldn't you want to make a chance? Why wouldn't you want to make a bet if there was no chance of that happening? Because Jeff has told me multiple times, stop taking bets that he tries to bully you into. Be stronger than that. <laughs> I don't. Hold on. No. What do you think? I'm coaching you up before these. Well, if you're going to say if you're going to say something has no chance of happening, we, and then you're said too, it to and then you are you are don't too scared to actually bet on it, you're a fucking coward. But seriously, like, what's wrong you with you? You don't intimidate me. I'm not trying to intimidate you. I'm trying to yes, understand. Are, the, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand the logic behind this. The logic behind it is that I don't want to take odds. You want to give me odds, I'll take them, I suppose. But <laughs> I'm not the one saying that there's no chance that it's going to happen. Like this he sounds did, like free money. For he you. did give you odds. He gave you three to one. You yeah, I gave you three, three to one. one. Now you can counter. No, you want the three to one. I, I offered three to one. You're like, I can't bet. I know I'm not right. I can't bet. That's what <laughs> yeah, you. Well, that's what you sound like. No odds. All right. Sorry. Three hundred bucks then. Yeah. Okay. Thank <laughs> it. That's 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 too much. I have to stop making bets at that size. But we'll make that one. That'll be the last big one I make all season. And then there are two teams that both have six and a half win total. So what about Tyrod? Yeah, he won't. He won't give you. He, he won't let you bet on the Chargers' songs quarterback. <laughs> there there could be another one if you lay down another marker. Yeah, if he's just gonna episode. be sitting here laying down markers on great teams like the Lions. Let's go. Next division. The did we do the Bears? Yeah, the Bears will be fine. Eh. Their win total. Their win total is eight now. Yeah, that's yeah, I'd exactly be bullish. I'll I'd say over. Out. I would say over too. I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if an Alex Smith or a Nick Foles ends Even if up they have there. Trubisky. They had eight wins this year. Yeah, I think it's eight, Nate's what I would pick them at. So I don't know with over or under, but right. AFC East. I wish. Uh, let's see. Every team in this division went under their win total. So the Giants ended up under six and a half. 
the three of us got that correct. The Eagles ended up under nine and a half. The three of us got that wrong. The Cowboys ended up under eight and a half. Tim got that right. We got it wrong. The Redskins ended up under five and a half. Even the coin got that one correct with all of us. And we all picked Philly to win the division, and somehow they won the division. Somehow. And the win totals are almost the same. Phillies actually went up. They went from nine and a half to ten next year. Is that because people like what's going to happen there or because the rest of the division is still really bad? I don't know. Like the, uh, Wentz the, was I'll, – I'll say over. Uh, they're the best team in the division to me. The Cowboys went up from eight and a half to nine. Maybe it's just because it's early win totals. And the Giants and Skins stayed exactly the same at six and a half and five and a half. I would take under on both of them over on Dallas and under on Philadelphia. I could see the Skins hitting the over this year. They played, like, weirdly tough last year with a really bad roster. I guess, yeah, Rivera's a darn good coach, and so maybe he'll be able to turn that around. I, that's a fair point. That could be a seven- or eight-win roster if everything clicks correctly, but I don't trust Haskins, so. But it might be Alex Smith. Yeah, if it comes to Alex Smith with Trent Williams, that, that team could win six, seven ball games. Yeah, it All could, right. definitely. Maybe I'm not certainly enough. not confident in the way that I am pretty confident that the Giants are going to finish under the number. I mean, what do you what do you think of Daniel Jones? I have no real opinion on him. Like he looks I mean, like he the could second be... best starting quarterback in New York City. Oh, Give him that. He doesn't even play in New York City. He's Jersey's best quarterback. We all know that the King Josh Allen is the cream of New York. <laughs> I mean, he's the best at throwing backwards passes in playoff games and almost throwing his uh, season away. He's good at that. I, I did see. Well, he didn't throw the he didn't throw the game away. The ball went out of bounds or was recovered by out of bounds by Croft, whoever. It was. Yeah, it was, it was batted out of bounds. Yeah. I, I looked it up. Sam Darnold's uh, passer rating in the playoffs is zero. Okay. It's pretty good. Yep, he's good though. Thanks. How many how many times has Sam been to the playoffs in his career? Uh, he's won as many games as Josh Allen has in the playoffs. Yeah, but how many times has Sam been to the playoffs? How many I mean, times has he been to the playoffs? The answer to that question, but Sam so they got drafted a- in the same year, correct? Hasn't had a healthy okay. hasn't had a healthy season yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But because the man suffers from diabetes, he's never going to play an entire season until Wilford Brimley gets on his side. He's a talk to and, that man. Get his EpiPen going. Yeah, I mean, he's been to as many playoff games as uh, Connor Murray has, who is apparently the greatest quarterback since Joe Montana. Well, Kyler Murray's season. only played one year. Don't worry. He's won as many playoff games as Lamar, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. And Lamar's played in two of them and still hasn't won one, so he must be horrible. Yeah, he's horrible, too. But Sam's good because he hasn't lost a playoff game. <laughs> he just gets scared by ghosts on, on prime time. It makes made to be look foolish, Tim. Foolish. Thanks. It might wreck his confidence so much he quits football and just cries full time. Sure. Again, this is, I promised myself before this show I wasn't going to let myself get all worked up. Well, that hasn't worked. You freaked out like four or five times because of DCX. I didn't freak up calling it that, and I didn't freak out. <laughs> Paul, would you call it a freak out or not a freak out? It was, it was a freak out. Yeah. Is 100% a freak out, but mainly based on what it was about. My point being is, is something so minute and silly, like the, a cola on the table, uh, he got, whether he thinks, like, he went to a level that no one would ever go to. Even if it wasn't, like, full freak out, the fact that a cola can make someone that, like, triggered He didn't start strange. pounding things around him. That's, that's when you get the full-fledged, well, that, when he yeah, starts he had, hitting the table. He had to get up, though. <laughs> 
He had to get up and remove himself up. from the situation. He was he a little like trick. walk off some steam with a heavy walk to the fridge to crack his own inferior diet. Oh, cola. behave. Toasted vanilla. Not a thing. I'm going to toast this little vanilla extract I have in my house. That makes a lot of sense. Well, this extra caffeine is doing wonders. Well, Tim thinks that vanilla only exists in like the little like <laughs> flavoring. The flavoring. <laughs> No, I obviously don't. But you don't toast a vanilla bean either. It comes in that plastic sleeve. I mean, how would you cook it then? You don't cook it. You just add it to your desserts or whatever or what have you. You don't cook the bean. You and you're, you don't toast it. You add its insides to the thing that you're making. You can put. You can toast the bean, mm-hmm. flick it a bit, and then put it on top of your. Dessert. No one toasts vanilla. It's a moronic concept. <laughs> So, Chef, Chef Tim, we'd like you to know how you should be cooking, Jeff. I, what I'm saying is what everybody does. No one disputes me on this. I mean, I think that some chefs would, people who cook and use this stuff would, and you oh, don't, have, you, you don't have a really good track record of saying people say. 100%. Now, see, now I can talk over you, and you don't like that. But now I can do it. I mean, you could, you could have done it the entire time anyway, as you're in my ear. But either way, like, you cook like a homeless person. So, of course, we can't believe anything that you say. So, you know, continue to talk over me, though. Did you have more to say about this? Have you ever actually handled a vanilla bean? Of course I have. Have you? Of course. Because it it, it seems like you just come on the show and lie. No, I added (laughs) vanilla. I've added vanilla to stuff in the past. That's called extract. But have you ever actually No, 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 the vanilla bean. Like, I've scooped out the insides and added it to stuff in the past. Okay, please, please walk me through what you did this for. I added it to, you know what? No. No, I, I can't think of anything to make up. <laughs> I added it to my cake the time I tried to make the baked Alaska. Why not? Wouldn't, isn't that where you would use the vanilla yeah. extract like yeah. what, liquid? Yes, it would be. <laughs> How did that turn out for you, by the way? We know that it turned out poor. <laughs> did it stand up? You know that it didn't. I don't know. Anyway, this is why I didn't want to talk about this incident. Because I knew if I brought it up, this is what you'd do. But I decided to make... What type of heat did I want to take? And I decided I'd rather just take the heat for your rehashing story everybody's heard rather than... I don't care. Not bother. This show was unlistenable for the audio listener, by the way. I don't know how you make any sense of today's show if you're not watching the YouTube. The YouTube? Yeah, the YouTube of it. I don't know how you, you can make sense of this because it's just intermittent laughter and Jeff is chuckling and I'm chuckling and I'm trying. Anyway. It doesn't sound like you're chuckling. It sounds for those, like you're incredibly tricky. For those listening, it's when Tim gets really, really upset, it's because they're drinking DCXs. I'm sure they probably gathered that at this point, though. Yeah. So Tim's baked Alaska turned into soup. But then he said he could definitely make it again, if, but if only he had a, like a, the blowtorch, the pastry torch. But then he wouldn't buy one, which costs like ten bucks. Well, no. Now I know people who have them. I just want to borrow theirs. I don't need yeah, to spend no, no one, no one wants to lend you anything that has fire because that responsibility is on them. And when you burn down your house, that's going to be on them, and they would feel very badly. I, you know what? I think I'd be fine with it. You seem to think a lot of things that just aren't true. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident with lighters. I mean, for cigs, maybe, but that's about it. Different type not, of lighter, well, sir. I, I'm not the one who blew up a lighter in my hands. Yeah, that was crazy. 
we were at Bonnaroo and my lighter got really hot. It was one of those like shitty lighters, not a Bic, but like the uh, like the see-through plastic yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. And I went to go. There must have been a hole in like the bottom of it, just like pinched out. And when I went to go light it, it exploded in my hands. And that, that was like I had just used it the, the, a moment before, and it so, worked fine for me. So you're saying that you cursed it? No, I, it, it sounds like you may have cursed that lighter. It was in, in perfect operational form. And then it became cursed, and it blew up in my hands. You tried to kill me. <laughs> I did not. You just had sausage fingers and couldn't use it correctly. I mean, you had bigger sausage fingers than me, my friend. Not that day. Yeah, you did. We, had the, the, we did the exact same thing. I don't think so. <laughs> so you can't even remember things properly at this point. NFC, the other part of the NFC Central, Jeff, the South. Uh, New Orleans, I was correct on. You three were all just be like, under. The Saints are terrible. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, all three of us went over. They went under. The Atlanta Falcons, I went under with the coin. You and Tim went over. They hit the under. Tampa Bay, Tim got this one correct, but not correct against us in the inflated amount of games that he gave us. But they did go over six and a half. They did not go over seven and a half. We it went came under. so close. Congratulations on losing. I know, but I came so close. Yeah, that doesn't matter. By the way, um, I picked the Saints to win the division. That was correct. Jeff, you picked the Falcons to win the division. You had Tampa Bay. I had Falcons going far, and it was clearly the only division I got wrong. Tampa was a better pick than Atlanta was, to be fair. Did you know that Jeff came in like two weeks ago and asked me, like, what do you think about the Falcons this year? And I had to tell him, like, they're the Falcons. They're not going to be any good. Hate to tell you, I went down this road before. No, they, I don't know. They've got a former MVP under center. They, they can be okay. I, I just you get that early like thought, like a bounce back. They'll have a good draft. Pit. Or how many games did they actually end up winning? Seven, I believe. Yeah. Six or seven. Now, I actually don't hate Atlanta next year. I probably would be inclined to go over. Over eight. It's, it's eight. No, the is coach the is back. They'll still be fragile. We'll know. They'll be a team again, like teams that will physically test their will they'll lose to and they'll win a handful of the games that turn into you know ryan julio you know them sort of unleashing which didn't really happen at all they got off to such a horrible start right yeah but then they won that game they won a couple of games like they won some late games they saved the coach's job obviously they they like the the guy they almost beat them at on thanksgiving again like they played well did they later in the thanksgiving pardon me what was the score of the thanksgiving game this year is this just like the other time no, 26-18. Remember, they recovered multiple onside kicks oh, in a row. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, so there, yeah, there's a game they should have won, Jeff. But then the game they recovered previous, two onside kicks. But then two weeks previous, they beat New Orleans in the Superdome. And then they went into San Francisco and beat them, too. Like, they're a team that has upside, but their downside is just so... Like, they can lose to almost any team. Yeah. And you can't say that about most good teams. And that's what's probably going to And what's next year's number? Eight. Yeah, I'd probably take the over. <sighs> just on a hunch. Hate it though, because I would probably pick them and Tampa. See, I I can't pick Tampa because I don't know who their quarterback is yet. Well, Tampa's seven and a half. That's what they're throwing out right now. Yeah, it's unbettable till I know who their quarterback is. If it's Jameis Winston, do you like it? Yeah, I would take the over. If, it were if it's Philip Rivers, do you like it? Eh, seven and seven and nine, eight and eight's the number. It's going to go. We need so I don't love it. Carolina's six and a half this year. By all accounts, it looks like Cam's going to pat like clear his physical sometime next week. Yeah. Do you even trust it? Yeah, I think if Cam can walk and doesn't have a foot injury, that he's going to be fine. Are they bringing him back? I think the Panthers are poorly coached. I I don't particularly like that team this year. I mean, what do you know about (sighs) their new coach? 
except for that he didn't want to coach the Jets, which seems like a really savvy move, to be perfectly honest with you. It has nothing to do with that. Really? What else do you know about O'Doyle rules? That he had one good year in Baylor, one good year in Temple, and that people are supposed to play all of this. He's the greatest quarter, uh, the head coach uh, coming out of college since Jimmy Johnson. Well, who, I'm sorry, who, 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 who said that, by the way? I, I'm curious. Well, like, who, saying, who, 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 are, who are you quoting when you say that? Various people were saying this. So no one, that. absolutely uh, no one has said that. World, this is just what you've concocted world in your class mind. coach, world-class world. leader, world-class world. manager of your organization, uh, led, led Baylor at one of the ugliest, ugliest crisis, crisis in all of football, like college football in modern memory. Said nothing to do with like tattoos or selling your like game shoes or anything. It was really ugly, ugly stuff that crippled the program to its knees. Uh, I believe in everything we've been told. Uh, I, I'm like all in on this guy. They continue to, uh, you know, for Tim on the Reddit, I don't know if he's seen it on the Reddit, but they continue to show up in every like draft day rumor. That they could be the like the team that makes the big move inside well, of they, Miami. Well, they hold a piece that a lot of people want. Like, you think there could be a bidding war for Stafford? Like, if they put Cam out there and the medicals were all good, there was just a, a video of him running. Like, you saw, said you saw the Tua video, and you're like, he looks good, and like, you're in. It was just Cam running a sprint, and he looked fine. It wasn't even Tua training. It was literally like a promotional video of like him <laughs> and Hawaii and like just him as a man. Like, I am sold. Like, less intense than the Brady, like, Day of the Titan game video, but sort of like the same sort of self-promotion video to, like, woo fans, like, like what woo the fan base uh, or whatever gets I uh, don't you like know, it. Who, you know who likes to woo people in Charlotte, North Carolina? Nature Boy. Lives there. Woo! That was pretty good, Tim. Yeah, thank you. That's actually one of my better ones. That that was like the worst woo I've ever heard. (laughs) That was a bad setup, and it was a bad woo. Yeah, like that's not even a C woo, Kim. That's like an Ashen woo of the European tour. (laughs) That was good. That was bad. Can we we get another woo? Woo! (laughs) Better. (laughs) Better. He doesn't do them properly. No, he's, he's going really high. Yeah. And then it's really short. It should be like... Exactly. Like that. Woo! Woo! <laughs> who are you? you fucking smell like a, say knee? You sound like a Pomeranian. I am the Tim who says woo! <laughs> you think that's funny, do you? We don't know who that's supposed to be. Walter Matthau. <laughs> yeah, from Dennis the Menace? I thought but... it was Richard Nixon. <laughs> Well, I was also in the taking of Pelham one, two, three, but sure. The Saints, was, te- the Saints are down from ten and a half to ten. If with Breeze coming back, probably gonna hit the over. He has played half a season without Breeze and hit the over. I yeah, the saddest. <clears throat> the way their season just keeps ending with three straight years. Yeah, uh, well, if you go vote in the Cussies, you can see as Tim guaranteed that their season wouldn't end in a heartbreaking fashion this year. <laughs> one of the categories <laughs> i don't know compared to the last two seasons this was by far the least heartbreaking i would argue 
they're a pretty big favorite. So that like the expectation was super high. And when they didn't call the penalty on Rudolph and reviewed it, but then they called it against Kittle in the Super Bowl. Oh. It was kind of like, ugh. <laughs> Bad news. Rough going for Saints fans. Under, but push. I'd go over. Yeah, I probably would go over, but only barely. Maybe 11 to 5, right? I think the six and a half on the Panthers is pretty good. I guess you'd have to see if they keep Cam or not. But if they if Cam is healthy, even if we don't know if Cam is healthy, but they say that they're keeping Cam, that would lead me to believe that he is healthy, that they would go over that number. Eh, I don't know. Over. They have no defense. They have nobody who can make a tackle on that defense. That's a problem. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense sucks. So does the Falcons. Like, what are we talking Tampa about here? Atlanta have better offenses. Well, do we know that with a healthy Cam? I still would take those two offenses as they were constructed over Carolina's, yeah. I mean, you just have the running back who posted. Did he end up with the most yards from scrimmage of all time? Probably. McCaffrey's a lovely player, but, like, that's really it. Let's call him Eddie McCaffrey. Yeah, Ed McCaffrey, fantastic, lovely McCaff- player. I said McCaffrey, not Eddie. Well, I mean, then you would also have Cam back. So you'd have Cam and McCaffrey. That helps when you don't have okay. it, Will Greer and Kyle Allen. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I like that better. I like that better, too. Sure, but then the next best offensive player in this entire scheme would be DJ Moore. Love him. So. Would he? Yeah. I don't know that that's true. So if we compare the, you would go with Calvin Ridley over DJ Moore? Yeah. I would would not. DJ Moore doesn't play across from Julio Jones. I think I would take Ridley. My point being is DJ Moore's statistics are more impressive for, for me. He doesn't play across from Julio Jones to set up the situation. I think you can just do more with. I love DJ, DJ. Moore. I had DJ. Yeah, listen, I, I, I was the guy. I was lucky enough to draft DJ Moore wherever he got drafted last year, and it was fucking awesome. I would go Ridley after that. Then it would probably be like Curtis Samuel, and then probably like Austin Hooper. We still haven't even mentioned a running back for maybe Judge Ito would be next on that list if he comes back. Yeah, well, he will sentence you to first place. Who is that guy that everyone played this year? Brian Hill. Remember Brian Hill week? Yes. Did not go well. And then they kept giving the ball to, oh, my God, Quadre Oleson. Yeah, running back matters when it comes to fantasy. That's the one lesson you need to know. Unless you have Christian McCaffrey, then you're pretty good. Then it really matters. Yeah. Although his, his numbers will have to go down next year with Cam back. No, he doesn't have to. I mean, he's just not going to get 35 touches a game. Probably not. But, I mean, I, I don't think that offense has a ton of talent. And if it's going to win nine or ten games, it better give him that many touches. They get no chance otherwise. I mean, we just said, compared to Atlanta, that they have three of the best five offensive players. I don't, I don't actually. I, I did not agree with that. Well, you that, said that. That's probably good for you know being actually correct that you don't agree with it. <laughs> Fine. Jeff Feinberg, where can people follow you on Twitter? At G Feinberg 17. That's the place. Do you have to change? Uh, F-I-E-N. I don't know. I F-I- was thinking about this. this F-I-E-N? I was saying as Feinberg, but because people would spell it F-I-N-E. So that's like. You think that's bad? Wait till you see how people spell math out. <laughs> it's really tough. I was in the odd couple, for God's sakes. I'd like to thank Paul. 
for switching the cameras and chiming in. And let's give some credit to Tim Andercast. Tim Andercast. That's not my name, but I will accept credit. Because you made it through this entire show semi-coherently, and you have a massive brain injury. I don't think the people know that. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to thank DCX for sponsoring the Pat Mayo Experience. Everyone out there should go get themselves a toasted vanilla Diet Coke Extra. Tell Tim about it. And tell Tim how much you like it. Don't do that. Don't tweet that at me. I don't want anything to do with that. I think we should have a challenge. $20 giveaway. You tweet a picture to Tim of you enjoying a Diet Coke <laughs> Extra. Tweet the picture to Tim and leave your DraftKings handle. You don't even need to do that. I'll, I'll find out who you are. And, and just, they better, you know what? If those people are going to do it, they better prove that they've actually drank it. Not like your buddy <laughs> who put on that jacket in the store, got a photo taken and put the jacket back on the rack. Like they better have actually opened the can or the bottle to prove that. Tim, we don't talk about that publicly, by the way. I didn't say the names of anybody. Yeah, I think the person's going to know. The person doesn't know that everyone knows, but now they're going to know, so you just ruined it. Well, you bleep it out there. No, I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> Tim ruined it for everybody. Thanks, Tim. I didn't ruin anything. You can bleep it out. No, no, you, you were the one who wanted to say it. Blame Tim. No, Tim. We're, li- we're live right now. Yeah, we are live. So. Oh, yes, we're live. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the show. I told you about the giveaways. We'll be back with more football stuff. We might have C. Leon for some early fantasy football rankings. Trying to crank out a fantasy football show. We're just NFL show once a week, once every two weeks. And we're, you know, then we're going to get free agency. We'll have the schedule release. We'll have the mock drafts. We'll have the drafts. Eventually, football season will be back in full force. But until then, we'll just tread some water on it. Hope you enjoyed. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. tweeted that guy he was clearly making fun of you well it's not clear at all it was you pr- it was pr- it was pretty that. clear <laughs> well that's because you want to think a- that. everyone no. that we've pulled agrees <laughs> i i don't believe you. well I, that may be what they think but i don't agree so you think so you're just living your truth uh, in my opinion if i remember it correctly he was implying that uh, burger king was that, a was a fine establishment yeah, like the elites are hanging out at burger king where all the real people are over Sorry, no, all the, the real- elites are at in and out. Well, those of us who are like, you know, stooped down to live amongst the people, like living, you know, on the streets, those of us went to McDonald's and Burger King. That That's amongst the commoners. I don't live in my ivory tower where I only go to the fanciest places so I can take photos in pano mode of me eating McDonald's. a I, 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 I believe it is cheaper than McDonald's. I like how he, he's like, usually he's all about chains, but now this chain is too fancy for him. It's basically Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. What is it? It's like elitist because it won't come east of Arizona? Yeah, just like people have to, you know, oh, I'm going to California. I got to get a photo taken with my animal-style fries because, oh, you know, that's it. what They're the so Gram's all about. <laughs> love it. They're, oh, always jealous of people going to California and getting to eat in and out. <laughs> I, I did enjoy that he, he said that people taking their pictures in pano mode. Like the burgers are so wide, you need to use panoramic mode. They're just gigantic. They can't. They can't fit in the frame. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good times. Woot woot. We're good, Paul. Yep. <laughs> yep. Experience. <laughs>